everyone and welcome to another episode of Standing 8. I'm Paul Fitzgerald and I'm joined by my co-host, three-time world champion and boxing hall of famer, Jeff Fennick. It's great to be here. And the voice of Australian boxing, Ben Damon. Thank you very much, Paul. Good to see you up there in Kingscliff again alongside uh, Andrew Maloney, who is going back to Vegas to try and win back his version of the world title. And it's fantastic to have him on the show. Andrew, how have you been, mate, since uh, that last trip to Vegas? Uh, must have been fantastic to get back home. But what's the preparation been like for this rematch? Uh, g'day, guys. Thanks for having me on, firstly. Um, I've been really, really well, Ben. Um, training really hard at the moment and more motivated than ever before to, to get my world title back and to to prove a lot of people wrong that have written me off after that last performance and, and show that I'm, I'm much better than that and and get revenge and, and beat Joshua Franco in this in this rematch. We spoke to your brother um, and he mentioned that his loss, the one loss that he's had against Emmanuel Rodriguez, was essentially the loss that he needed to have. Is there any part of you that thinks that um, to renew your focus, you needed to have that loss against Joshua Franco? Yeah, um, I don't know if it was focus or what it was, but I feel like it's lit in a fire inside of me and I'm extremely hungry and, and motivated and, and want that title back more than anything at the moment. And I'm training really well in the gym. Um, I'm extremely hungry, extremely focused. And yeah, as I said, I feel like it's lit in a fire inside of me and I can't wait to, to get revenge. What do you think you learnt from that loss against Franco? Um, I think it, it probably just showed some some uh, some bad habits that I had in my game and expose those. And I've been working at the moment to, to get rid of those mistakes and to make sure that I don't make them again in my career and I improve as a fighter. And I feel like I've done that. I feel like um, I'm boxing really well at the moment and um, I look forward to showing that in this in this fight. So, Andrew, I mean, it was a, it was a tough fight. I mean, I, you know, we all um, sometimes don't perform the best that we want to. What, what, what have you done this time to, to, to change? And what do you what do you think you've done wrong in that fight? I'm um, sure you've well, watched it many times now. Yeah, I've watched it many times. And I, I didn't perform on the night. That's what it was. And I I think I went into that fight a little bit confused about how I wanted to box that fight and got sort of caught in two minds and, and probably second-guessed myself and, and my ability and and made a few mistakes. Um and we're correcting those at the moment in the gym, and uh, I've got a very clear vision of how I want to box it in this, in the going forward, and in this rematch. And I think um, it has forced me to improve a lot in the gym and 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 fix mistakes that I was making and and have made my whole career. And um, now I've fixed those, and I feel like I've improved as a fighter already. And I'm going to continue to improve in the lead up to this fight and, and make sure that this is the best performance of my career. So maybe it was like, like, like your brother Jason said, sometimes, you know, although nobody loves to lose, but sometimes when, when you have a loss, you go back, you reevaluate, wow, maybe, maybe not, I'm not as good as I thought I was. Maybe I just need to, to improve on a couple of areas. And I think, like I said, I watched the fight, it was so close. And, um, you know, you, every fight you guys are in are so entertaining. But um, what, do you, what do you think that you really have to change to, 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 make, to make you successful in this next fight? Um. Is it yeah. your work rate? Is it what? What do you think? What do you think you need to do? I thought that I was sort of caught in two minds about how I wanted to box, and I was sort of caught between uh, wanting to to outbox Franco and, and whether to fight him, and ended up sort of standing still in moments and, and giving him an opportunity to to basically attack and to to let his punches go on me. And that's one thing that he he is good at. If you stand in front of him, he will put his punches together really well and. He'll unload on you, and 
I sat there at moments and, and gave him the opportunity to do that and I won't be doing that again. And that was just a bad habit that I had in my game and and I hadn't been forced to to correct that because I was getting away with it. But I've um, corrected that now and, and still working on making sure that I, I don't sit there and give them the opportunity to, to do their work. I'll, um, I'll fight when I want to fight and if I, if I – I want to dictate the pace and, and take a breather. I can I can move off, but just I can't be afford to sit in front of him. Andrew, um, it was a very tough fight. You took a lot of damage. Um, how badly hurt were you after that fight? Yeah, it was. It was a it was a tough night at the office. I perforated both the eardrums. I had a broken nose. I had a cut inside my mouth and and over my my eye that both needed stitches. And yeah, it was a, it was I was certainly pretty sore the next day. Um, and uh, that's given me the motivation, like sitting in the hospital that night. Um, that's something that I never want to do again. And uh, I'm going to go in there and, and make sure that that doesn't happen. And, you know, it's I've got to not sit there and, and, and try and out, outbox him or try and try and be too pretty about it. It's a fight and I've got to go out there and, and really put it on him this time. What about sitting on the plane 48 or so hours later with two perforated eardrums? How was that? It's actually okay to be honest, Ben, because the thing is the pressure doesn't build up in your ears because there's already a hole there. So I was I was probably more comfortable than <laughs> the, rest right? of the people on the plane. <laughs> well, I'll have to look into that next yeah, time. Dr. Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> we asked your brother the same question, but what was it like fighting in front of no crowd there at the MGM Grand? Um, yeah, uh, it, it really wasn't much different at all. The only difference was walking out to the ring. That felt quite strange. But once you were – in between those ropes and the fight started, it was it was no different to any other fight. Um, just you and him in there and you're giving it everything you got. You're in a fight and I was in a hard one too. So you're not worrying about what's going on outside the ring. Yeah, sure. You don't think that that or the occasion itself got to you, fighting over there in the US on this big show um, with no crowd and having gone through the process? Uh, did you take any uh, anything out of that into your performance? Do you think that was a negative? No, I don't think so. I, I, I think I was just... Going through a, a bad patch in my career, to be honest, even though the lead up to the fight, I, I wasn't sparring as good as I have in the past and certainly not as good as I am now. Um, I think I was just a little bit confused about how I wanted to box and what my style was and and just had a bad performance and just didn't put together on the night. But I feel like I've improved a lot since that fight already. Last time around, um, you fought a couple of days ahead of Jason, this time um, it looks likely that you'll fight a couple of weeks after him. Uh, a little bit of a different preparation, but maybe that'll suit you more being over there, over there and acclimatising and watch him, watching him in action beforehand. Yeah, yeah, there won't be the pressure that that Jason had, I suppose, of fighting two days after me. And and like we have a lot of our professional career fought on the same night. There, there is added pressure and, and nerves watching your your brother fight before yourself and. And you use energy in doing so, but this time we've got two weeks in between both of our fights, so that'll be perfect. Uh, I'll go over to Vegas with Jason, so I'll be there at least six and a half weeks before my fight, which will give me plenty of time to get some great sparring in and acclimatise to the weather and the time zone. When you got home, um, how was it? How were the people? Um, you know, it's a, it's a funny thing when you win, everybody's around you and stuff like that. I learnt once I lost, it was like a little different. The crowds weren't the same. The people weren't the same. How was it when you got back home, mate? Um, well, it was right in the middle of the sort of pandemic, so no one really could catch up with anyone anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, you were lucky. I don't know if that was the reason why no one was hanging around me. But um, 
But yeah, it was right in the middle of the pandemic, but I was just wrapped to be home and see my family. I was away for nine weeks from my, my son. He turned one the, the day I got out of hotel quarantine was his birthday. So it was great to see them. Yeah, how did the family react to watching you when you've been so dominant throughout your career and and, and won all these uh, fights in such a devastating fashion to then watch you lose um, and to take that sort of damage? How was the reaction to that? Yeah, they were heartbroken that they couldn't be there um, to be there for me. Um, it was the first loss of my professional career and it was obviously a very hard pill to swallow and they weren't there to sort of, you know, pat me on the back and give me a hug and, I suppose it made it worse that I got rushed off to hospital and they couldn't get on to me and didn't know if I was okay. So certainly something I don't want to put them through again. Does it make you more hungry now? You've been a world champion. Obviously that was taken away from you in your last fight. Does that, does that make you more driven and more hungry now to regain that world title? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for the two days after that fight, I, I didn't know that we had the rematch and I'm, I was you know devastated obviously and, and I knew that it was going to be a, a huge setback and, and d really didn't know where I was going to go from there. Um, so then to sit down with Bob and the team at top rank and uh, be told that they were going to give me the rematch, um, that was a huge relief. Um, but I know there's pressure on this fight. Uh, a loss this time will set me back a long way and I don't plan on doing that. Sure. sure. Hey, guys, isn't it crazy? I'm a city and I listen to the Maloney boys and the more I listen to them, the more I... I love the guys because, you know, he's this guy who's the hardest fight of his life. Two busted eardrums, broken nose and stuff. A couple of days later, he's he wants a rematch. Why? Because he believes in himself and he believes that he, he had a bad day at the office. And I, I'm, I'm very, very confident that he'll correct it in the rematch. And uh, like I said, ha, has, um, are you going to do anything different this time, Andrew? I mean, sparring-wise, do you, do you, have you got anybody special in, in line to that might, might spar similar to him or give you the same kind of work that you think you need, what have you done? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be sparring. Uh, I've got six six different guys organised already for over in, in Vegas. So I've got some great sparring lined up and, and they're all very similar to, to Franco, all have similar characteristics. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go in there and give it everything I've got and, and make sure that I spar well in this lead up. As I, as I mentioned before, I feel like I wasn't sparring well in the last preparation and I'm just more switched on now, extremely motivated to correct this mis the mistake I made in, in the last fight and to write that, that loss. To, you, know, you know, Andrew, the one thing I've always told you and your brother and Ange, um, of course we do our road work and everything else, the most important thing is that you, you – Put all your folks in, into your sparring and being happy when you go home from sparring. Because if you know you're boxing well, that's what we are with fighters, we're boxers. So as long as you know that that afternoon that you boxed, you've boxed well, so you've had that amazing preparation that day, just save all that energy for your sparring. if you're sparring well, you're going to take that into the fight, mate. And that guy just on your left there, mate, he's, um, you know, he'll, he'll give you a few tips because he's had a few <laughs> fights in his life. Hasn't won any, but he's had a couple of fights on Paul there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely right, Jeff. And I think... I don't know why, but I wasn't performing well in the gym in the lead up to the last fight and it probably had a few doubts in the back of my mind going into that fight, but I already feel like the way I'm uh, sparring in the gym at the moment that it's given me confidence. I know that that was nowhere near my best and I've improved already since that fight and I'm confident that I can go in there and, and do exactly what I need to do to, to win this fight. And just one piece of advice like I'm saying about the sparring, on that day, the days that you're going to spar, champ, I mean, don't kill yourself in the road run. Don't kill yourself in those couple of hours prior to sparring. There's only a bit, 
by the time you run to the time you're going to train five, six hours, just make sure you've got all that energy for that spa because once you walk out and wow, I boxed great day, you will take that mindset into the ring. And like I said, it was it was such a close fight. It was, you know, um, so it's it just going to be those, those little one percenters that your brother was talking about earlier, that's going to make the difference between you winning or losing this fight again. So just make sure you've got all that energy to perform when you need to perform. And if you do that in the sparring, do that in your fighting, I'm very, very confident you'll be world champion again, mate. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, mate. And yeah, you're right. I think sparring is the most important thing. And and we 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 work our training around to make sure we're fresh for that sparring session, and we can do twelve good rounds and and perform well in the gym. That's great. You mentioned Andrew that you want to prove a few people wrong. Some people who may have thought that you were overhyped when you went into that fight and were beaten. Um, anyone specifically who said anything or anything that's been said specifically that you think was a bit out of order, or do you just think? that there's a general mood um, from those who watch the fight that maybe uh, you were overrated? Yeah, no one in particular, just a lot of clowns online, mate. (laughs) The uh, keyboard warriors copped a hammering for a few days after that fight and, you know, I don't really care what those people think anyway, but I just felt that a lot of people maybe saw that performance and thought that, you know, maybe that's a level I'm at and um, that I'm not good enough, but I'm going in there to prove that they're wrong and I am – I was world champion for a reason and I am a, you know, a world-class boxer and I do perform at the top of this division. I know Timothy Bradley um, commentated on the fight. I don't know which version you've watched, whether it was the uh, American or or the international feed, but um, he was at pains to say that what you were doing was very predictable, that you were making the same movement patterns time and time again in front of Franco. Did you take that as a criticism or do you think that he's right? Yeah, Bradley um, mentioned a few things uh, that a few mistakes that I was making, um, that being one and, and also bouncing on the spot. He, he bring that up numerous times throughout the broadcast. And yeah, I, I mean, he was a, he was a world champion. So I'll take his advice. Um, I'm willing to take anyone's advice to, to, to help me improve. And, um, that, they are things that we are working on correcting in the gym and improving on. So yeah, no, I'll listen to that and yeah, I'll took that advice and, and working to correct it. What they were also fascinated by in the American commentary and the international commentary was that we call body shots rips to the body because Angelo was calling for rips and they just couldn't get past the fact that we call them rips. I, I didn't even actually know that that wasn't a, an international word until watching those coverages when they just talked about that constantly. Yeah, you're right. We actually had the fighter meeting. We actually had the fighter meeting with uh, Timothy Bradley and Chris Algieri and the rest of the ESPN crew and uh, that was two days before the fight and they bring it up then as well that a rip is a left hook to the body um, and they couldn't believe that we call it rips. But And then again, they bring it up in the broadcast. So I, I was the same, but I didn't realise that that's not what they called it over there. How have the top-ranked guys been with you since losing your world title? Have they, have they treated you any differently um, since that fight? Um, not at all. I mean, I was a little bit embarrassed going into the, the office a few days after the fight and and not, I wasn't sure if they was going to rip my contract up and kick me to the curb, but they did the total opposite. Um, they were really happy with the fight and said it was really entertaining and had great feedback and, and gave me the opportunity to, to have a rematch straight away, which I was just over the moon. And it certainly made coming back home on the plane that a lot, you know, much, much easier. Yeah. Andrew, that was a fight, my friend. Every time you and your brother step in the ring, whether it was three rounds, five, seven, ten, to you're always performing, and I mean, top rank would love that. The boxing world loved it. I love the fight. I mean, um, obviously disappointed that you lost, but um, you'll improve. And like I said, um, 
Uh, you don't have to really listen to any criticism. Just do what you think you don't look. The, the most important thing that you learn is you learn from yourself. When you look at something you and you think you don't, not what I say you done right or wrong, or not what Timothy Bradley says. It's how you feel. If you're feeling good doing something, then it must be right. So just keep working hard, and obviously listen to these little things, and you, know, you can try little things, but just um, be the person you're being. You won the world title being yourself. Just stick with that winning formula, mate. Work hard, and yeah, you, you'll be fine, mate. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, mate. Um, your brother's got a big task uh, coming up on November the 1st uh, against Noah and Nui. Listen, um, listen, I've got to interrupt you. What I'd like you to do for me on that night is, I don't want to say anything too badly, but listen, you just be dressed in shorts and stuff the same as your brother when that little bastard's got looking, hitting from behind. I think it's both of you think it's tag, right, tag team, it? mate. Tag team, mate. You won't even know the difference. Take him, mate. Your brother's got a tough job, mate. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, Jason has a massive task in front of him, but. You know, what I can't believe is there's people online, as we spoke about, that are sort of putting him down for taking this fight or for being in this fight and saying, oh, he's going to get knocked out, this and that. Like, why wouldn't you support a fellow Aussie and say, well done, mate, for having the balls to go in there and take on the best in the division and, and all the best, give it a crack. That's because they're Aussies, mate. Aussies aren't like that, mate. Anywhere else in the world, your 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 country will support you, and they'll take you over there. And you know, the, in Australia, it's a little different, mate. If he wins, oh wow, it's going to be. If we knew he was going to win, no, that guy wasn't that good, you know. But that's what happens, mate. But now it's going to be fine, mate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's right. And I mean, this is a fight that can change his life instantly. And you know, these are the sorts of fights that the reason why we wake up every morning and train our ass off for the last 17 years. You know, this is the moment you, you want to be involved in. And I've got, you know, great confidence that Jason's going to go out there and shock the world. Let me just say one thing, mate. I, look, for him to take the fight, yeah, it's amazing. For him to be in the position to fight the best fighter in the world is amazing. And listen, to be the best in the world, you've got to fight and, and defeat the best in the world. And he's got an opportunity. And, and that's what you want in boxing. I mean, a lot of these guys are scared and frightened. And I, I remember when I was fighting and uh, talking about Barry McGuigan wouldn't fight as Jimmy Nelson because, yeah, like I said, mate, for me, you know, whoever they whoever they said I was going to fight, just if you, if you think of, you know, I don't even want to talk about myself, let's forget about me, but anyway, your brother's got an amazing opportunity. He's going to fight who I believe is the best fighter in the world, pound for pound. I think he's the best fighter in the world. And if he beats him, wow, it's going to be one of the, it will be, I, I honestly think it will be the, the greatest Australian boxing achievement ever. That's my opinion. I don't care. That's what I say. Yeah, and I believe yeah. that he can do it. Awesome, Jeff. And I've, I've heard you talk about Anui in the past and you've got huge raps on him and, and so do we. we. We're fans of the sport and we realise that he is a special talent, but so is Jason and he's got the opportunity to, to shock the world and win this fight and, and become a superstar. You know, Jason, I'll never forget that. I, I, my first fight against Anui Nelson, I had no problem. I thought I was going to beat him easily. I've never made excuses, but um, he went home, worked his ass off, came back, and beat me. There have been a lot of a lot of people. Nobody thought that um, Buster Douglas could beat Mike Tyson. No, no. It, it, the list goes on and on. And, I mean, there's there's boxing. That's why boxing's so great. There's been so many upsets and so many times where you know somebody might take it a little easier or have a little bit of a an off day like you did, and, and we get beaten. And I'm just hoping that everything falls into place for your brother and you, and you both become world champions again because. You are what, you guys are what's great for Australian boxing. We need guys like you in Australian boxing. We don't have these guys who want to scream and yell and say you're the best fighters in the world. Well, that might sell tickets and stuff, but to, to me that doesn't mean you can fight. And you guys can fight. You've proven that. Uh, thanks, Jeff. And it's going to be pretty special if we can come home at the end of November and 
have two world champions in Australia and both be from the same family. It's uh, yeah, it would be amazing. That's a dream of ours for for a long time, and I just really hope we can make it happen. Um, you've been through the journey, obviously, with Jason throughout. Um, he's wanted this fight for a very, very long time. When's the first time you can remember him saying, "I would like to fight Nui"? Um, I think for when it first became sort of a, a real big thing on Jason's uh, checklist is when we'll over at the we're in Moscow for the gala for the um, for the World Boxing Super Series, and I remember Jason getting a photo with Anui, and, and Jason is so much bigger than him. And I remember straight away then he goes, "This guy's tiny." He goes, "I would love to fight him." And since then, it's it's been something that he spoke about a lot, wanting to fight Anui, and and we've watched his fights, obviously being fans of the sport, and he's always believed that he he'd beat he'd beat Anui, and uh, this is his chance to to show that he can beat him and become one of the best fighters in the world. But was it true what he said, that he used to bash you up all the time? Nah, that's not true at all. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, not what I hear. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> tell, me what, tell me what you used to do to him, uh, mate. I'm going to get to our high school to release the, uh, the, the video camera footage of when I gave him a pound and in uh, year yeah, 10, I think it was. He'll come in from off camera in a second. <laughs> <laughs> How important is the team and, and what does um, each individual member of your team sort of bring to the table? Oh, we've got the, the best team in the world. Um, we moved up here to Kingscliff three and a half years ago and surrounded ourselves with what I think is the best team in the world. And um, we were willing to move anywhere in the world for, for our career. And this is where we chose to come. And with Angelo Hyder and Tony Nobbs as, as our trainers and Tony Told as our manager, um, we've got a, a great team and, and obviously Top Rank as our promotional company. We're, we're in a great position and that team has given us the opportunity that we wanted to become become the best version of ourselves, and uh, these fights coming up are, are our opportunity to, to you know to Andrew do what we're being being doing. happy being happy and having happy teams really really important man the guy who is your trainer Angelo Hyder you know the funniest guy in the world you know um, how good is he what a great guy huh he is it's a he's a great guy to be around and his energy just rubs off on us all in the gym and. You're right, a happy fighter is a dangerous fighter and we're loving what we're doing every day in the gym and we're improving every day, so couldn't ask for a better team. Now, it was Angelo who made me love boxing a lot also because when I first got involved and started doing promotions, Angelo and I worked together and um, and his beautiful wife and family and uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty special. And um, you know, uh, the great thing with Angelo is that um, he'll always look after you guys. So um, you're, you're in very, very safe hands with somebody um, yeah, who's been around for a long time and. He's seen a lot of things happen in the sport, and he's put me—he's put me through hell a few times, Ian. You know, having to stick up for him while we're overseas, having some fights for him. I'm not he's ever told you the stories, um, Andrew, but he's put me in a couple of sticky positions once in the toilet with with a couple of guys that are about six foot six and about two hundred and fifty pounds. But I looked after him, man. I got him out of there. <laughs> I've heard a few stories, but I haven't heard that one. Uh, you have to ask him. Yeah, you have to ask him. Yeah. Um, Andrew, the expectation is that your fight will come up two weeks after Jason's and uh, potentially you'll headline or there's the chance that Terence Crawford will maybe against uh, Kel Brook. Uh, do you have a preference as to whether you're the main event or not? Uh, no preference. Um, I'm just wrapped that I'll get the opportunity to, to get my revenge and to, to, on you, champ. to get my world title back. Um, I don't care what card it's on as long as it happens and uh, me and Franco are getting that ring, I'm a happy man. Well, COVID's been pretty terrible for most Australian boxers, but you guys have had an incredible COVID. You've been quite active fighting in the US. Um, obviously, Top Prank has, has been putting on these shows. So you guys have had a pretty successful 
yeah, you know. we, we've been extremely lucky that we, we were signed to top rank and they were one of the first companies to get boxing back up and running. And um, while most fighters have struggled to get a fight in this year, we've had two really great fights on, you know, a huge audience watching and really been able to introduce ourselves to the fight fans over in America and around the world. And um, there have been massive opportunities for us and, and top rank giving us both the opportunity to headline our our own show last time out was a huge opportunity and unfortunately I didn't make the most of it that time but I'm thankful that I got the opportunity to do it again and to to get revenge and to show what, I, what I'm really all about. Um, I think we'll probably wrap up pretty soon, Andrew, but uh, give us your prediction, mate. What happens the second time around uh, with you against Franco and how does this fight finish? What I keep envisioning in my head is I'm going to stop Franco and uh, I believe that's what's going to happen. I believe I'm going to knock him out and, and become world champion once again. Well, we really hope you do, mate. We'll all be watching. We'll all be supporting as always. Uh, congratulations to you and your brother for getting back over there again. We can't wait to see, mate. We'll all be supporting you. Yeah, definitely so, Andrew, and to your brother, Jason. Stay focused. Listen to Ange. Like I said, I said to your brother earlier, make sure you focus on um, that, that sparring sessions being your most important sessions of the day. Those days that you're going to spar, don't go out and, and torture yourself. Just have that energy for them because when you get out of that ring, feel that you're sparred great you'll end up fighting great, and I'm sure you guys know that. But um, I just want to say on behalf of me, I uh, would be delighted for you guys to come back as world champions. And your brother, if, like I said, if he um, defeats the monster, oh, wow, it would be maybe um, the greatest Australian boxing feat of all time. Unreal, Jeff. Now, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate your support, and thanks for having us on the show. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Don't forget to subscribe. Standing 8, YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify.